Greetings, my fellow patriots and disciples. This is Perry Green from God in America. Thank you for listening in to our daily podcast. Today's lesson is entitled The Sobriety Test. I'm sure you know how that a police officer may suspect you of drunk driving, and he or she will pull you over and give you a sobriety test, sometimes even administer a blood test in order to determine the alcohol level. Well, the best way to avoid the consequences of drunkenness is to stay sober. If we're sober, we remain in our right minds and our perceptions are not distorted. We're able to function properly. The Apostle Peter warns us about our adversary, who, is, who we call the devil, or it literally means the liar. In 1 Peter 5, verses 8 and 9, Peter writes this, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced, experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Did you know that when lions stalk their prey, they do not roar until after they've killed it? A roar beforehand would scare the prey away. However, they do roar afterwards in order to frighten the packs of jackals or hyenas that may come around to take the prey from the lion. In fact, I've heard that the lion is actually afraid of packs of those animals because in a group, they're able to take down a lion with their sharp teeth. Think for a moment about our evil adversary, Satan or the devil. He doesn't send warnings about his presence. He hides and stalks us covertly. And once he traps us, he can devour those who are unsuspecting. Right now, many people have fallen victim to him. There's a satanic cult in Texas that has demanded their religious right to practice abortion in order to use the aborted babies as sacrifices to Satan. They're being devoured. The BLM leaders not only admit to being godless Marxists, they've acknowledged that they are participating in seances in which they call on the dead to inhabit their bodies. They're being devoured by a lie. Listen to God's truth in Deuteronomy 18, verses 10 through 14. Therefore shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or daughter as an offering, anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead. For those whoever d does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God, for these nations which you're about to dispossess listen to fortune tellers and to diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do this. I also understand that there's a that school children in California are being taught to chant incantations to four Mayan gods of human sacrifice. Isn't it interesting that we can't pray to God in public school, but we can to demons? and they're being devoured. These are just three examples of the dominion of Satan in our world. He devours those who are overtaken by him. But did you notice that Peter tells us that not only is he the lion trying to devour, but that we should resist him? What happens with resistance? He roars. He wants to frighten those who travel in packs to keep them under control. Think for a moment about the recent pandemic. Don't think for a moment that that lockdown was about 
keeping you healthy. In my humble opinion, it was about controlling us by determining who could and who could, uh, who could get out and who ha had to stay at home. Some government official decided that bars were essential businesses, but gyms and churches were not. Gyms deal with the health of the body, churches with the souls. What are bars good for? Well, police sobriety tests. So churches were shut down for weeks by government officials, but then some churches said, no, we've had enough, we're going to meet. And they defied government and went back to worship. That's when the roaring started. Mayors and governors threatened with fines and imprisonment. In some cases, nothing happened. In others, ministers actually were jailed and fined. Now that the dust has settled and the lawsuits have been filed, the courts are finding in favor of the churches and their ministers, not the government. The roaring is ceasing because the packs or communities of believers are standing up against the lion. Satan is actually afraid of us. Like any bully, he's learned to bluff and threaten. He's tried to make us afraid, but God has given us a spirit of power, not fear, according to 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. That spirit within us which binds believers together is stronger than anything that Satan can throw at us. Peter tells us to resist him, but look at what happens when we do, according to James 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. When we stand up, he runs away. Not only do we have to stand, we have to stand together, kind of the pack of those animals. Do you remember the famous quote attributed to Benjamin Franklin during our fight for independence? He said, we must indeed all hang together, or most assuredly, we shall all hang separately. When believers unite against our common foe, we find strength and encouragement against him. Let's stand together for Jesus. Let's stand together for liberty. And let's keep the light of sobriety and vigilance burning.